kind of give you a, uh, an introduction to our speaker, but let me give you a little, a little bit of information that I have on Race Across America. So Race Across America has been a program that has gone on for several years. I don't have the exact dates, but they are participating. 3,400 cemeteries participate today in this wreath lane. And um, we, are, we are here to celebrate the ultimate price. The ultimate price for most of these veterans, they did come home. They still, and even the veterans I have that we work with, you still feel those, those um, pains of the war. It doesn't ever go away. You, you remember that, and sometimes it's very difficult for our veterans to live through days in, in, in the civil world. So we need to remember them, and if you see a veteran, we're saying thank you to the ones that are gone, but if you see a veteran, you know they're a veteran, please thank them. Please tell them that, that our freedom was built on, on the access of them losing their youth and losing a lot of naive, naivety in them to fight for us. Today we reflect on them and the active service members, and we say thank you, and we honor them. Um, and so that's what we're doing when we lay the wreaths, is when we say their name, we're honoring them, we're bringing them back to life, some of those people that have gone on before us. So we've had the color guard, and, and, and our wreath up here is representing all of the different branches of the military that we are honoring. There's a few new ones, like the space, uh, space, and a couple others that I didn't put those right I don't think we have any from them yet so I didn't put that on the roof but um, the space I can't remember what they're called the space force I guess so thank you and thank you to all of you who came and thank you for being honoring me with your presence at this, this ceremony and with that being said I am going to present a very dear friend who has his own radio program and he is a veteran himself and also represents us. He served more than once. He's serving our public and he serves as a, a rep representative in Cheyenne for us every, every winter. So Ken, would you please come up and, and say a few words for us and we thank you. Thank you, Michelle. I wanna thank the mayor for your presence. Appreciate you being here. It is truly humbling and it is an honor to be asked to do this. I'm just gonna ask you if you'd gather in just a little bit tighter so that I don't have to shout. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have that training, but I'm, I'm a little rusty. I am a, a veteran. I served 10 years in the United States Army, uh, took part in uh, operations, Desert Shield, Desert Storm, Provide Comfort, and uh, served in Europe served with a lot of great people and some of them are no longer with us for very many different reasons and so this is a particularly poignant day to, to all of us that have experienced that the theme of this is serve to succeed and i really like that because it is the principle on which the united states was built our capitalist form is that if you go out and serve people, you can be rewarded for that. That in turn generates wealth. And then most of the people that generate that wealth turn around and use it to benefit those less fortunate. America is by far the most giving and gracious nation on the planet. 
and we do tremendous good with that wealth. Uh, to serve, the concept in, in the Greek, I, I also am a pastor, so I spend some time in the, in the Greek New Testament, but the word that the word that servant comes from is diakonos. And in the English, we get a, a deacon. Uh, some people would call that a servant leader. But the idea is that before you can lead, you must first be able to... They used to say in the army, before you can lead, you've got to be able to take the orders before you can give them. And that's very true. You have to have a mentality that the people whom you serve are of greater importance and greater value than are you. And Jesus expressed that when he said, no greater love has a man than to lay down his life for his friends. And anyone who has ever served, whether they sacrificed their life or not, put their life on the line. And I appreciate everyone here who has done that. So if, if you have served, if you're a veteran, would you please raise your hand? Look around and acknowledge those folks and thank you for your service. The second half of this is success. And success is one of those things that is it, it's very personal. If I were to ask each one of you what is success, I'd probably get as many different answers as there are out there. Because success for each person depends upon your own values and, and what you want to accomplish. The trick with success, I believe, is that it is actually, I like to say, when opportunity and preparedness meet. If you have a skill that is some value to someone else, and they come along, that's called opportunity. You're, you are prepared with that skill. That meets with opportunity. You have the opportunity to share that skill, and then there is a reward. That's how America's built. That's how it's set up. There are, however, <coughs> nefarious characters out there that look at the United States, that look at our wealth, that look at all the things that we have earned and that we have built, and they become jealous and they say, I want to take that. And they bring their guns and they bring their bombs, and uh, over the last 250 years, many have attempted to take away from us what we have earned and what we have fought and died for. And they've been unsuccessful. And that is why we have a military, that is why we have these people, to protect those who would come by force to try to take what is ours. I would submit to you that there are other people who have realized that maybe I can't take it by force. Some of you will remember back in the 60s there were Soviet leaders who commonly repeated the idea that we don't have to take you by force, we'll take you from the inside. We have people that look at us and are jealous of what we have, are not willing to do the work that it takes to acquire what we have, to earn it, but simply want to shortchange that and just go take it. And they know they can't do it by working for it. So that's where you all come in. They try to do it with subversive ideas. That those who have been successful are not, nothing more than lucky. That somehow all of these things they have, it is not fair that I don't have them. And so they do what Frederick Bastiat 
called legal plunder. That's not American. That's not what that's about. When the uh, Constitution was finished, the convention broke up, and Ben Franklin walks out in the street. It is said that somebody stopped him and said, well, what do we have? What, what do we have here, Mr. Franklin? He said, we have a republic, if you can keep it. And for 250 years, we have managed to do that. Do I think it is as vibrant now as it was in the beginning? Absolutely not. It is under threat. Each one of <coughs> us should take that same fervor that a soldier takes when he lays his life on the line and look at what is happening to the United States right now. There are subversive ideas creeping into Washington, D.C. that want to take away our right to be free. Those same ideas are creeping into Cheyenne. You all are the guard. You all are the soldiers. Doesn't mean you're going to go attack with guns and bombs. But your soldiers and the ideas that made America great, and you're going to stand up and repel, stand up and repel those that would try to take these things away from us. We have a republic, not a democracy, it's a republic, and it is a wonderful thing. And it is a thing to be cherished above all else on earth. But we will not keep it if we do not follow and emulate and honor those who laid their lives on the line to preserve what we have. You do a great disservice to veterans when you do not even know who is representing you. You need to know who represents you, you need to pay attention, and you need to be vocal because we are under siege. I, I hate to get a little political. It's all right. <laughs> but it's time. It's time. I want for my grandchildren, there are 10 of them so far. <laughs> I want for my grandchildren the same opportunities that we have all enjoyed. I'm talking to some, they're not old, but some old friends just a little bit ago. We remember things. Memory is kind of funny because as you go on, you, you tend to remember the good things and ignore some of the some of the bad things. Just ask a soldier about his time in combat or his time overseas or his time in misery, and he'll start telling you a lot of funny stories. He'll tell you the good things. He usually won't tell you the bad things. I want those things for my grandkids. I want them for your grandkids. I want it for anyone who is willing to go out and earn it. I beg you, do your duty, pay attention, be an informed voter, and honor the memory of these people that we are here to honor today. Thank you for your attention and thank you for coming out today.